Yate, yate, this is Mateo Native Ravager, and you are listening to the Clagato Veteran Podcast, episode 20. We got two more to go, and then we'll be done with season one. So it's a great accomplishment, so that's why I'm pushing these out as rapidly as I can because of so many delays. But uh, on today's episode, it's mostly going to be about resources, but um, for the first subject of the the night, I'm going to talk about the new normal. And then um, subject number two will be about how a spouse should deal with a combat veteran. And this was... This is our very first like request to have uh, someone try to figure out how to deal with this um, issue. But I'm um, pretty excited to uh, tackle that because it's really interesting to me. Let's see if we can do a good job on this. And uh, number three will be about the Focus Marine Foundation. And that's, that's also geared for veterans, a program for veterans. Number four is the Rocking J Reawakening Ranch. And I've got some um, other... Uh, things to go, to go along with that. Just uh, this is mostly for New Mexico, though. Um, and number, f- uh, well, I guess yeah, number five, resources off the Navajo Nation. That one, if I feel that I need to do um, final thoughts and words after that, I'm just going to do it because I kind of did overkill on episode 19 because I had so much to talk about, and when I listened back to it, I, I could tell my voice was drying out. I was getting tired and sleepy, so. Uh, this time, I'm not really going to go too too long about trying to explain things. Um, I'm just going to keep it more concise, more oriented as far as what the resources are that that uh, that I have. But um, you know, and like I said before, I'm going to be going solo on this one because my co-host he he's got a job, and I don't want to interfere with that, and you know, let him do his thing. So. Uh, but for episode 22, the last one, I'm going to try to get him back if I can, if he's not busy, but, um, oh well. So, uh, let's go ahead and get started, and let's start off the first subject of the night with the new normal. Hey, hey, let's go start off the first subject of the night, the the new normal. Um, uh, I gotta stop saying um after every time I announce something, it's kind of a bad habit. So, the new normal, this whole subject was, was pretty interesting because it ties in with a lot of things, you know, as far as, um, you know, this, this kind of like being the great reset. And oh, there's a lot of money involved, a lot of pharmaceuticals, a lot of uh, political nonsense, I would say. Um, but this was uh, like a plan, 50 years in the making. So they already had this going on as far as um, what they were going to do with the coronavirus and the public health crisis. And, and it was kind of like uh, something that was going to be, you know, well, it had to take 50 years because... You know the the media was slowly becoming um, I, I don't know maybe like a weapon pretty much to uh, scare people um, with all the uh, coverage they did. Well, that's the way I see it now, but I don't know if that was their exact plan because who knows who put all this together? It's just a bunch of bad people, I'm assuming, like usual, you know. And it, it's a digital battlefield nowadays because 
everything that we use as modern day humans, you know, we got our cell phones and we got our television. And even if you have uh, an app to download music, there's commercials that come in. And since I don't have that type of app for my phone, I'm pretty sure those who are listening to like Spotify and um, iHeartRadio and all these other apps last year, there was, you know, uh, commercials or ads coming on about social distancing and being safe and and, and all that. So uh, I'm pretty sure that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like a digital battlefield. And uh, there's a lot of um, whoever did this, you know, there's, there's just a bunch of research that it, it really um, outsmarted the people. So, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny because it's like a, a police state, as they would say. And uh, social isolation, you know, it it came from, um, you know, government morons that, you know, push for fear and, you know, and paranoia. And then, um, then the plan was to restructure the world, you know, so they could do that old financial thing. But um, uh, as far as uh, doing this new normal, was there anything that was ever normal? Uh because as far as everything goes that um, we've covered in these uh, podcasts, nothing was ever normal. Everything was always different. Um, well, maybe I guess nowadays what would be normal is the sexualization of celebrities and young adults, you know, being exploited to sell products. And uh, I, last year there was a, um, a video award ceremony I, I i don't remember which one it was but um there was these two uh female performers they were like grinding each other's cooches and they were making like uh very erotic dance moves on each other and i never seen it but this is what i was hearing but everybody was applauding for it so that kind of lets you know that the society has really changed a lot so sex is kind of becoming more more popularized you know and when you kind of think about Larry Flint, he was the dude that says, well, you know, that's um, freedom of speech. But he also died last year. And the funny thing about, um, well, you know, it's tragic when people die, but somebody on a, a Twitter wrote, um, it's appropriate that Larry Flint died on a hump day. So he died on a Wednesday. And you know, it was just kind of funny. But um, so when people want, the, well, um, when I say people, I really mean Dene. I'm, I'm talking about Navajo Nation. So if these Navajos want the new normal, why do they keep wearing masks and why do they keep wearing face covers? Um, was that normal that we did that before? You know, all this hand sanitizing and constant cleaning of surfaces. Was that normal prior to uh, 2020? You know, so how is this? How do they want this new normal to be? I mean, I understand, you know, cleanliness and, and being safe and sanitary and all that, but it's, it's good. anything that happens nowadays is just like a contradiction uh, to itself, you know, because the, the CDC is now saying uh, it's okay to, to go around without a face cover unless you've been vaccinated. And then there are other stores where you could walk in and they don't require you to wear a face cover. But it, it's printed on the door, but they can't say anything. Or they could say something, but um, from what I've seen, the, I was at Walmart, and um, 
uh, I walked in without a face cover just to see what was going to happen. And there was this old man I always see working over there. And I saw him without it. I was like, whoa, okay. Well, if the employees don't have to wear it, I mean, they're not really required to wear it. Oh, let's see what happens. Let's see who comes up to my face and tell me it is my fault that, you know, the coronavirus stuck around. Or, uh, you know, let me see who, who comes out of it. And, you know, I, I just I just was doing like a, a social experiment there. But for the most part, nobody really said anything. Everybody just continued on with their shopping. Some of them were looking at me, but I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm right here. If you want a speech and debate, I'm all up for it. And the only response that I got was just probably just looks. And, and uh, But when I looked around, a lot of Navajos were, were wearing the face covers. Then there was this other chubby guy that works at Walmart. And I, I remember seeing him before, I, before all this... Uh, before the 2020 came, uh, he was he was okay. He, he kind of looks like a jerk, but you know he was walking around without his face cover. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess um, maybe if somebody wanted to say something to him, they probably could. But he's an employee there. Him and that other older man, they they're both employees there. So um, you know, I was like, so this is going to be the new normal now because um, I was like, that that'd be pretty interesting. See see where they go from here, and then. Um, when they're talking about the new normal, it was like the one thing that kept popping up in my head, you know, from my point of view is why go back to those terrible times when they're saying the new normal, uh, as far as everything and anything that goes revolving around the Navajo nation. And I'm talking about the U S I'm not talking about that. It's just that that's too broad a spectrum for me to really, you know, analyze all that. Cause, um, I'm just keeping it, since uh, Clagato is within the Navajo Nation, I'm keeping it on this level. So, uh, things were, were terrible back then, still, I mean, but the problems still arise that uh, even though the Navajo Nation government and all their officials, they are saying they're really jumping on board with the CDC, um, the problem with that is that they... They still have the same problems. The, the problem with their problem is they still have the same problem. Okay, let me put it that way. Because there's still money problems. There's still, uh, still people not getting the resources and aid they need. These chapter houses are uh, slowly starting to open up again. And, um, excuse me, and they're having like employees and workers slowly come back and working longer hours now. And, I mean, that's good. I mean, that's fine, you know. But um, for the most part, everybody's been scared and there, there is a lot of fear. So that's another reason why I wanted to talk about, uh, on episode, uh, 18 with the uh, Navo Pedro was about why, uh, or the rise of a uh, skinwalker activity is because everybody was already afraid anyways. Cause just because of the way this whole coronavirus has been worked out, you know, it, like I said, 50 years in the making, and they finally got their chance, and here they go. And it was kind of like with the same with um, that uh, Iraqi war, um, or Afga- Afghan war, where they, um, or Afghanistan war, where it was all about the oil. So when when George W. Bush came in, that, that was their chance to, like, um, all the stuff that they wanted to do to initiate, to get that oil flowing through so they can make more money, was all based off of, you know, plans they had set aside already. So when, when George W came in, you know, they're like, all right, 
here's our dude, let's go for it, let's do it. But what they didn't uh, really anticipate, really expected was um, how the, the Middle Eastern people, how they fight back. You know, they're not just going to lay down like us Navajos. <laughs> they're not going to just roll over and die. You know, they're going to say, you know, to hell with what you guys are saying. You know, we're, we're fine the way we are. And if you're coming over here to try to take our resources, we're going to fight back. So when that first year of the uh, Iraqi war started, there was a lot of veterans dying and being killed by those explosive devices on the roads and stuff like that, and um, or they call them IEDs. Um, anyways, uh, so stuff like that. When you know they have this all planned out, and when you least expect it, that's when they roll it out, and they're like, "Okay, now this is what's going to happen." And the only time they can do these things is during like elections. I've noticed, and not not only have I noticed, but I've seen videos on it. Like you know, they they'd have to wait till. Like, you know, they, they found their perfect, uh, well, I'd I'd have to say their perfect patsy with Joe Biden, you know, because uh, I seen what they did with Donald Trump, and I was like, damn, man, they were brutal with that dude, They because he didn't go along with what they were trying to do. So there was a lot of hate coming off on that side, and I was like, oh, shit. So um, that's why I don't get political with uh, these things, because it's just, politics is just not reliable. It's not a reliable source, and... The people, you know, they're, I figure they're the ones that know what they want. And if you give them the right tools and show them how to do it, they will become successful. And, you know, you, the less people that, you know, come up to you, uh, if you're, you know, like a top official, the less people that come up to you and ask for help, you know, the better off they are, you know, making a better living for themselves by starting small businesses and, and nonprofits, you know, and, but, if you are one of these corrupt pol- politicians, you're going to be like, no, let's cut off aid to these people. Um, let's have these Navajos come to us for, for food and for resources because we don't want them to start their own businesses. You know, So here come the people, like a bunch of sheep going bat, 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 all the way back to the background. And you know these, these officials are getting a kick out of it because now they're like, like if you were ever, if you have ever fed uh, a bottle fed a lamb or a sheep or a little goat kid, I mean, um, they depend on that bottle. So when you're holding it out, they already know what to do. You know, they sniff it and their little lips, they lick it. And then, then, then they put their mouth over it and they start sucking on it. And then you can see their little tails wiggling. So when you pull it away, um, they're, they're still sucking, but they're kind of looking up like, hey, what the hell, man? I, I'm, you know, I'm feeding here, man. And then they start, you know, then they start crying, you know. So that's kind of how I saw this whole thing happening. And I, like I said, I was never trying to be Mr. Know-it-all, Mr. Right, Mr. Go-against-the-grain for the hell of it. I was just trying to get the veterans to understand that we don't always need fear to, to drive us and kind of push us around like that so the new normal i mean if if anything this whole uh worldwide lockdown uh quarantine all that it should have been like what some people have been saying it should have been a time for you to really reflect on yourself and find your inner strength and you know so that way when everything started picking back up again you you could move further with it so that's where I kind of wanted just to have my little say so on this. I mean, this is a subject that you know, could branch off to so many other different things. Um, and 
like I was saying about these, this uh, 50 years in the making, you know, these people were patient, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, and it's all about triggers. And COVID, not, not my dog COVID, but he's laying over here somewhere. Uh, but uh, the coronavirus was a trigger you know, needed to get everything rolled out, you know. Because there's always a problem, a reaction, and a solution. And the protests that happened last year, uh, they needed to do all those to justify uh, the test for the, the second wave. Which then they said there was a third wave, but by that at that point, everybody was kind of like, eh, whatever. So, um, when you kind of think about it, there really was no virus um, recession. And it was... You know, it was caused by a, mm, the virus, you know, um, the the scare of the virus, actually, let me put it that way. The scare of the virus was caused by um, politicians in their response to the virus. So that's why, you know, all these CDC and health officials and experts, they came out. And even last year, during the middle of the year, that's where some uh, other world doctors came out and said no this virus isn't as bad as you guys as it's made out to be and you know we're certified and we're here to say that it's not that deadly and man they got they got butchered for it you know just um uh, just like anybody who opposed the um the virus oh man they got they got tore up you know and so that's why that media is 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 pretty deadly man you know digital a digital battlefield with all this um updates and radio commercials and television commercials and when you think about that it's like well somebody has to have money to make these commercials where where the money coming where's that money coming from who's sponsoring these commercials you know it's kind of trippy um but uh for the most part this whole um new normal is never going to be normal you know everything's always constantly changing and like me and Navajo Pedro had said back in 2012 when the at the Mayan calendar expired, that was just the end of being hands-on. The next day is when they started, they turned on this thing called uh, uh, the Hydron, Hydron Collider. Um, it's a particle smasher. <laughs> I don't know, it gets more scientific, but you know, you crash atoms into each other and you know, that's what these guys were doing and then the day after that Mayan calendar expired, those guys, they turned on that machine and hit that first um, particle smasher. And, but anyways, just stuff like that is why um, nothing will ever be normal. It's just you have to make it out to what you want it to be. And the only way to do it is teamwork, pretty much working together and not turning on each other saying, you didn't get vaccinated, so... I'm not going to talk to you. You're not wearing your mask, so you're not. I'm not going to, you know, help you. And oh, you voted for Donald Trump, so I don't like you. And you know all that crazy nonsense that has started. And it's like, damn, we're a bunch of children. <laughs> so, anyways, we'll leave that at that, and I'll go ahead and jump on to our next subject.